We live here in the east side. This is the east side, right? East side, yes, sir. Uh, east side, let's side. go. I'm always in the south side, so yeah, but, well, I feel welcome, uncomfortable. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. You're in a safe place, my yeah, brother. Safe place. Where are we at? Uh, we are at the Dakota East Side Ice House, right nice. here by the Alamo Dome. Uh, a it's still open? <laughs> it is still open. I know you're at home and you're like, man, I'm fucking bored. I want to go out and I want to like drink. And I, I want to like... <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to go out and I want to hang with my friends safely. And I want to get some good food and I want to see some live music and get some badass drinks. And on top of that, get some even better service right here from the homie Keith coming through with the tacos. Say what's up, Keith. What's going on? Yeah. That's Keith here at the Dakota. He just brought me some nice taquitos. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, here with the Art Bars, Arturo Bars. Arturo what, Bars. What, what do you like to be called? Uh, the Becky with Daddy. the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> the Becky with the good hair. <laughs> Becky, good, good. <laughs> yeah, Becky with the good, good. Arturo um, Bars, the yeah. albino Chicano, the yeah. three-headed gorilla. You know what it is, man. So, I was going to ask you. Uh-huh. I already forgot. I'm already lost here. Thank you for listening to Bear Talk Podcast. This oh, yeah, no, yeah. I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> Y'all know who it is. Ya no I know, man. You got us. You got me a bucket, and they brought shots out. Yeah. I barely sat down. My ass is not even hurting yet. And he just, he just, he smelled, he smelled the beer, and he started rubbing his nipples. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, wait, yeah. calmate, wait. Yeah, Take man. a sip first. <laughs> um, so what you been up to, man? So since uh, Corona and everything, what's going on with you in your life? How's well, that affecting you? Well, thankfully, my job is good. Awesome. Um, I'm still getting steady paychecks and there was some time there where I was only going to work for one day a week. Oh man. And I was still getting a full ride and like man, you know, oh, I just nice. I just I just want to you know really make 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 it known that I am extremely blessed. Nah, it's good. I, I'm extremely blessed on a... I've been to Mexico, bro. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm from there, man. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. There's flies on my tacos. I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah, man. Este... Are you going to get uh, full flies? Nah, but it's all right. Ha- feel free to have some, man. There's two of each, so... Entrele. No, no, no. I'm good, I'm good for right now. I'm in podcast mode. You've been in podcast mode for... I, I, ha- I have been in podcast mode, honestly, man, for like... Since since this corona shit started, like... um. Since since we were since we were like home all the time is this is me Felipe and Sarah who's my girl who also lives there we all live together, um, she we all the three of us like you know we're all musicians and we're all jamming and shit like and we have like drum sets set up. We have the time, or you had the time. We had the time. Well, <laughs> not not so much her, but you know when we did catch her, like we really jammed and we jammed hard and we came out with all this great music. And on top of that, we were also like, you know, we were able to like drink and hang out and like have a good time and, um, uh, you know, like just build. Like it's amazing what you can accomplish when you have free time, when you don't have a job to go to. Yeah. It's amazing the things that you'll accomplish. Yeah. Right. So anyway, we we started a band there at the house, the three of us, <laughs> you know, and, and like we, uh, it's called Trigger Words. Ah, okay. So it's Trigger Words podcast, and it's also Trigger Words podcast, comma the band, right? Ah. So it's like it's like we're we're musicians who started a, a podcast, right? Yeah. Just out of like having time, like before, like when Corona really hits and started spiking, which is funny because now we're back to full time, and like 
like the situation's even worse than it, yeah, than it ever no, was. Hilarious. You know what I mean? It's just like great. <laughs> As my neighbor would say. <laughs> so for and your special set of skills other than <laughs> other than podcasting, which yeah. I'm super noob at. So you do you do rap, right? I do. And then uh, um, do you play an instrument? I, I do. I do I do percussion for a band called Los Nahualatos. Oh, and okay. Also for the Sand and Tunes. Oh. And you know I've been kind of honing that craft a little bit more. I don't want to say I've gotten like tremendously better, but you know I'm definitely better than when I first started. And you know since there's a drum set at the house and I had so much time, like I started picking up the drums too. So like. For trigger words, I'm playing drums, and, and you know, besides that, like I'm like singing more, which is not my strong suit. Like if you ask any of my friends, it's like, yo, have Arturo just rap. Don't <laughs> give him no singing shit, cause you're gonna fuck the, it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, the acoustics are in there, are you know, fucking the perfect. Are the ones. Yeah, yeah, they're like, fans. oh my god, <laughs> let me suck your baby. No, <laughs> um, nah, so it's never been my strong suit, but. What I've done recently is like own my shitty ass voice, and I'm loving it actually. Yeah. You know, I'm actually like loving. It's like um, perfect imperfections. I'm loving my flaws. It's like the way that Lizzo is just like I love my body, and nobody can tell me anything different about it. It's like hell yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like that's that's cool with me. Shit, you yeah. know, I'm well, an authentic some, person. Mean, uh, how many how many artists out there have been that that they have like a uh, a great voice and mm-hmm. Like well, Louis Armstrong, yeah. Like Louis Armstrong, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he made he made one Rest of the greatest peace. songs ever, <laughs> you know. And, and you gotta, you. This is what, I guess, God blessed you with, you know. And, mm-hmm. and use it to, you to know, how you can, you know. What I mean, to what your purpose, so you feel like you you can perform or whatever. Sure. I mean, I've learned through watching music and watching people blow up is like. Their come up is always them being a hundred percent real, a hundred percent human, a hundred percent authentic, and they're like, and people are always like, oh my god, that is crazy. Like you can think from like David Bowie, and then like you move on, and like like hip hop starts making it a, a, a scene, you know, and they're just like, oh my god, Wu Tang Clan, you really thought they were like this like uh, like kung fu militia that were like coming through and like roaming the streets and like you know they they were like superheroes you know yeah. so it was like watch it was like listening to the avengers wu-tang forever wu-tang forever for the children's so okay so you how does that make you feel when you see like a song like what blow up that you feel like i'm not i mean that's that's their thing they're making their money hey i don't whatever but how does that make you feel like like to see that just a, a song like that can be so the number one like country the mo- number one song in the country you know what I mean like how does that make you feel as an as an artist you know what honestly I, mean? I say to my sisters go get it yeah you made it you were living a life that is not as good as it is now here's here's I, yo get your money I have no problems with you with you like doing your thing and like like dog how long have men been doing this in rap you yeah. know slob on my knob like on on the cob like dog we've been doing this since forever since like yeah. the two life crew we, that, that shit was dirty as fuck they went all the way to the supreme court 
because of the out because of uh, uh, two two life crew. Fuck the police! I mean, it's, it's yeah, and the same thing with NWA. They went to the Supreme Court too, but like they always won because of free speech. Free yeah. speech is king. Okay, so men have been doing this for years, and now men want to do it, and Ben Shapiro wants to get bent out of shape, and all these people want to, you know, say, "Oh my God, I'm so offended," and blah blah, blah or like it's not right, and like you're gonna influence all these girls. It's like, well, yeah, but all these dudes have been influencing these other dudes to like pick yeah. up guns and like shoot people and like do all that it's like it's the same thing just female version so it's just like if there's two women who are talented whether they write the rhymes or whatever like they still have to go through a training they still have to direct they still have to be an image they still have to be in front of the camera yeah. they still have to a lot of the times spend their own money to buy their own production and buy their own jewels and buy their own clothes and it's an investment in themselves it's an investment in themselves and it's not guaranteed to work so if your let's say million dollar investment gave you 20 million get your money i'm not mad at you Here's the thing that I am a little bit conscious of, or not a little bit, but very bigly conscious of, is that there's a hyper-sexualized version of these women, right? No problem. Everybody watches porno and everybody loves to see TNA. <laughs> Mom on. <laughs> <laughs> so like everybody loves to see that. Everybody secretly loves, you know, sex and it's just an, a very open thing in our society. Right. Well, I mean, I would say not open here. Here it's taboo around the world. I mean, nah, nah, dog. It's not. It's not as taboo as it used to be. We have a lot of Europeans here. We have a lot of different culture people yeah, here. I, so the, 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 because the like, mindset is changing. Yeah, especially like everybody's making OnlyFans. Yeah, I, that, that's I'm thinking I'm about making one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get your money. But I'm just saying. The thing that I'm conscious of is that. It, it's it it stems something even from something even deeper or like rather I'm sorry I'm not phrasing this correctly rather who is it going to influence the little girls and yeah. that's the thing that that's the thing that I'm just like damn and I'm like I'm hyper conscious of it because my brother has two daughters and like I love them to death man and like ever since he became a father like I have this like incredibly profound respect for women of and course, like yeah. my mother the, you know course, our ancestors yeah. everybody like you know we destroy respect I'm, our mom year, i'm the uncle for the first time so and yeah. i have a little knee so i, I mean congratulations it feels nice doesn't it hey what are you doing this weekend I love hey can i leave her this weekend and for two weeks straight after that <laughs> yeah. nah, i just like no nah, you don't four do years later yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, you know, it's it just lowers the standards. It does. It that's does. that's what I see. I mean, I, I'm never against. You know, you if you sell it and people buy it, fucking, they, this is America. At the end of the day, you know, you said it, people buy it. You know, yeah. it, we're a capitalist society. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, that influences. You know, uh, like you said. You know, young females like yeah. all I gotta talk about is my wet ass pussy, and yeah. I can fucking and, yeah. and then it it just that, that's the thing about it, you know. Yeah. But do what you do, you know. Yeah. Raise your kids, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right? that, that's that's honestly what it what it spoils yeah. down to, yeah, you know. I mean, if, if you're at home and you have a respectable mother and and, and everything, sure. And, and at least one good positive figure whether it's a mother or father because there's a lot of people who unfortunately don't have a mother father grandfather aunt uncle yeah but they may have like a good foster parent or like a good you know counselor or you know whatever 
Yeah, I mean, it could be any. I mean, it's your guidance. Can influence them. Yeah, you know, they can listen to Bird Talk podcasts and listen. <laughs> get <laughs> They're like, oh, that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Cochino talk. Yeah, hey, dude, write a song, dude. Where that's Panocha, dude. Wait, ask Panocha, what? Oh my God, dude! Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I, you know, like I said, I used to, I used to, um, you know, I, I, you know, I got into rap the same reasons a lot of people get into rap, and that's because, uh, um. You know, it's like the allure, the women, the the, the the money, the clothes, you know, the drugs, everything is just so appealing, you know. And it's just like, I remember the things that I did. I remember the things that I talked about. And there's a lot of things that I regret. And at this point, I feel like I'm righting my wrongs. I feel like my consciousness is elevated. And like, if you think about it, like, it's, it's rhythm and poetry, rap, R-A-P, rhythm and poetry. What these girls did was rhythm and poetry. Meg Thee Stallion's flow on that song rhythmically was jazz, okay? You know, Cardi B's flow was okay. It was like 75%, but like, regardless of what they were saying, I'm not talking about their lyrical content. I'm talking about the artistry of the way that they crafted their flows and the way that they made it sound. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because, I mean, when, when it comes to like, Cardi B, you hear her some of her songs. She can rap, you know what I mean. Or she has some good writers. Yeah, one um, of the two. One of the two. Which well, because I listen to some of those bars and I'm just like, homie, I'm not saying women can't do anything possible, but that is like, like that's like like some New York '90s rap shit. You know. I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, good writers, really. Wet ass pussy. Nah, nah. But listen, but as a body, the whole thing. You have to look if the as a piece of art, as as a body of work. If you scrutinize little pieces of it, it's gonna be lost. You know, it's gonna be lost on your eyes, your ears, and all your senses. You know. I just, I mean, I don't take that song seriously, and, and we shouldn't too. You know, but because people honestly, bro, if you're in the club and you're hanging out in your pedo that song With comes out on, of course. and there's all these beautiful of course <laughs> this is BC before Corona yeah, okay yeah, BC. <laughs> BC before Corona uh, yo if that song would have come on and there's all these beautiful women dog it would have been the time of your life and yeah. you can't front you it's not like you can be like yo man throw some Beatles dude Nah, dude. Throw on, that, throw, on that that <laughs> throw on that wop. Throw on that wop. That's for young people. Nah, I got it. I'll go up to the DJ. Hey, hey, can can you play Led Zeppelin? <laughs> hey, bro, you got any? Uh, uh, I don't even know, man. Chinga. You know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's you got like, any Louis Armstrong? <laughs> there's a time and a place for it. <laughs> I'll get a kick out of you. <laughs> Nah, dude, like, you gotta, you gotta, like, if you're going to a club looking for sex, presumably, to get drunk and, like, meet women, like, of course you want to hear super hyper-sexualized songs. Coming to the Dakota Ice Hell. Yeah, it's, like, popping out here. There's, like... (laughs) There's barflies everywhere. There's barflies everywhere, bro. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Come on down. You won't get attacked. (laughs) No, man. It's it's, it's crazy. You know, I, I just... Also, too, we grew up with some, some of the, you know, some good rap with stories and, like, Eminem, like, he wrote, what was it, Stan? Like, that's one yeah. of the greatest stories in the rap I don't music. know, man. I can name, like, 36 better songs than Stan. Yeah. Like, with but, stories I mean, in it. The first one that came I get it. It's yeah. ma- But it's mainstream, and it's beautifully crafted, and it deserves all the awards that it won and all the acclaim that it won. 
And I'm, I'm, always, I'm honestly not Johnny Hip Hop over here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I know music or anything. Sure, I just, sure. I just, I'm that guy that just puts on Spotify and yeah. it's a roll. But, but, but my dude, here's the thing. Hip hop is like jazz. It, 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 it's like punk rock. It's yeah. like rock and roll. It grows, it shifts, and like what happens every time there's a change? Oh, we don't want to hear that crunk shit. And then crunk, crunk ends up having a great era, and then like people are like, oh, you know what? I respect what crunk was after it was done. Oh, fuck trap, fuck trap, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like trap this, trap that, and like trap drums on everything. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people love it. Now there's like remix tricks. There's like cumbia trap, and you know what I'm saying? It's like everything is done trap version, and I'm sure that this too will fade. But the important thing is that you have to grow with the craft, and like you always have to look at the dudes that are pushing it to its limits to see where we can really go as yeah. far as hip hop, you know? So like, you talk about like, oh yeah, these dudes were just like crafting like these, oh my God, it was like Nostradamus was fucking rapping over DJ Premier beats. It's like, like okay, I get it. Like, this is like intense, you know what I mean? But like, you need a variety of shit. You need to branch out. It can't all be boom, boom, bap, boom, 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 bap, and then like have all these dudes just like, yeah, I'm the realist and blah, 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 and battle me and da, da, da. It's just like at the end of the day, it's just braggadocio shit. It's just like yeah, I'm the I best like battle me shit. That's why, I mean, I, I like J. Cole, man. Yeah. I, I don't like. Oh, J. Cole's dope. I like, uh, like there's that song you heard, 1985. He talks about it in there. He's responding to a rapper that's uh, talking to him. He goes, he says in the song, he's just pretty much saying, like, hey, man, get your money now, you know buy your house, buy this, buy that, because, you know, that money dries up, and then you're out of style, and that's the that's the, the premise of the song, is that you're out of style, and then nobody's showing up to your shows anymore, Exactly. and Invest. you have your fancy, he says, you have your fancy watch, and you have your fancy cars, but at the end of the day, you, you know, it goes away, it gets yeah. taken away, and you do see that, because yeah. you see rappers that, they hit the peak, and they didn't invest in the right stuff, yeah. and it's crazy, but I was going to ask you too. So, how has COVID affected the entertainment business as far as, like, being able to perform? How does that make you feel not being able to perform in front of life? I'm going to say two statements that are going to confuse the shit out of you. Number one, I just played here at the Dakota last mm. Saturday. And also, Did the FBI come in? <laughs> and also, it sucks. Yeah. So, I'm going to say those two statements. And I'm not going to say... That it sucks because here at the Dakota Eastside Ice House, they have a stage set up outside, which is right over there. I know you can't see podcast land, but there's a stage right over there where we all fit comfortably and we're all spaced and there's plenty of outdoor seating. So this is the premier place for live music, food and drinks right now. During COVID. The, the COVID yeah. Yes, but... You gotta imagine, man. We can't. I can't play here every weekend. My projects can't be here every weekend. He's gotta spice it up. Yeah. He's gonna add different people. You know. Yeah. And like, like all the big, all the big gigs, all of like the the festivals. Everything's gone. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did a couple private events that were like paid. Damn. That were paid like underground. You were dancing and no taking pictures. Your... <laughs> You're stripping your no, but like, but like for real, like it, it's it, it's it's important. It's important. Music is important in a democratic society, like they say on NPR, like because that breeds information, that breeds creativity, that breeds love, that breeds uh, all these beautiful things, right? So you need music, but as far as live music, it fucking sucks right now. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. All the live things, all the Zoom shit, 
all the verses. I'm sorry, the last the one, last one with DMX and Snoop Dogg was. All right, we're back. We are back. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. You're nice and hydrated. You were shaking me. You <laughs> <laughs> I needed to eat, and I needed to eat good. I now I'm hydrated. I'm fed. Man, let me tell y'all real quick. Here at the Dakota, I had, I, I made I made a mistake. And he was like, "Not you, man." And I was like, <laughs> "What? Nah." So I went up and I ordered with Keith, and I and then I was like, "Hey, do you have tacos today?" And he said, "Yes." And I was like, "He said yes, me está colgando, güey." <laughs> so I said, "What kind of tacos you got?" And he said, "He said we have brisket tacos, we have the Asian taco, and we also have the shrimp taco." And I was like, "What?" And I was like. I can't decide, and I was like, "Well, shit, can I get one of each?" And he's oh, like, "Sure," and he got, got me the, one order oh. of each. Oh, <laughs> dude, you got the orgy, dude. <laughs> they call it the orgy here. Yeah, there was definitely, there was I'm definitely, just... there was definitely about six involved. <laughs> six tacos. I'm just joking. Don't come over here asking for an orgy. Don't come over here. I mean, well, Tuesday <laughs> nights there's this thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think I came on a Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Nah, but uh, I ended up eating. Six tacos, a shrimp taco, a brisket taco, and an Asian taco, which were amazing and were not difficult to eat because they're not like your typical, like, it's not like a big old Rolando's taco, you know, oh, it's not like, man, <laughs> dude, those fucking you know, tacos are huge, it's not dude. gacho bad, fully, fully loaded with grease, no, it's like, man. it's like artisanal, it's very, um, uh, odor, odor, esque <laughs> you know, yeah, so, but it was very delicious and I feel satiated and relaxed and welcome back to the bear talk podcast so before the break we were talking about live concerts yeah what's yeah. your favorite live concert that you've ever been to that, you that i've ever been to been to yeah oh uh, man that is a, such a difficult question but for the sake of your podcast i am going to settle on don't be a cool guy uh, cool nah, band. nah could... you know what it might sound a bit cool guy ish but like i stick to my answer i saw the beatles yeah <laughs> <laughs> saw them in the garage days <laughs> No, um, <clears throat> you know what? One of my one of my favorite MCs and like somebody who I knew was gonna be intense on stage, but I was not expecting what I saw. Still, even though I knew it was gonna be like some otherworldly shit, was KRS One. KRS One. I don't know who that is. He is like a, they call him like the uh, they call him the teacher, the blastmaster. He fucking he, oh he's the dude that did a whoop. Whoop, that's the sound of the police. Whoop, oh, yeah, whoop, that's yeah. the sound Damn, of the beast. That's the dude. Ah. So like that dude is like pushing sixty, and he was on stage moving harder than these like leaned out twenty year olds. Really? And he was like bouncing, and he was he was like okay. So, so, so check out how gangster this was, real quick. I went to the show, and like the dude is like okay okay and he's like and everybody's just like hype like true hip-hop heads and they're just like hype they're like punk rock energy it's like everybody looks like little garrapatas dude little pulgas just jumping, jumping around and dude, jumping up and down it's crazy like crazy they're energy whoop, whoop. Yeah, and it's and everybody's like older right because it's like from the older days it's like from the 80s 90s early 2000s and today and today i mean the dude has never stopped being amazing right so so he starts doing all the hits Boom, Sound of the Police. Boom, he does uh, 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 
uh, MCs, uh, suckers act like they don't know. Like he does everything, the MC, he does like all the classics, man. And people were like losing their minds, like, yo, what the fuck? Like it's too early for this shit. And then he's just like, and like he just stops and he was just like, okay, now it's time to start the show. Wow. And then he proceeds to freestyle for like, oh, he says like, you know what? I'm not ready yet. He says, let's freestyle for about 10 minutes. And he freestyled for 10 fucking minutes about the shit in the crowd, the shit happening on stage, and everything happened. It was like improv on top of everything. I was just like, get the fuck out. So he has talent. He wasn't... Oh, my God, dude. They have writers on stage. Listen, after this, <laughs> after you're done with this, look up KRS-One. You're going to be like, holy shit. KRS-One. KRS, and then like it's spelled out one, mm-hmm. right? Not the number. This dude is incredible. The last concert, man, that I was, I wanted to go with you to go see it was a motor technique I love that guy oh yeah but every time he comes into town I'm either broke or busy yeah this and time every, I was broke every time he, and every time he comes to town I'm usually there dude dude I, I've like caught him like three times yeah. man that shit is intense Albert, man oh man I, that's the, that's one of my bucket list yeah and hopefully I don't know COVID how that's gonna mm. affect everything and all that shit mm. but hey I'm no. not saying he can't bring it cause Karis one can kill it but uh, immortal technique, man. He's getting he's getting up there in age too. So like you know he's gonna have energy, but it's, he's gonna be probably not the same tech that we saw that I saw maybe. But five, he's six immortal. What are you talking Death. about? <laughs> <laughs> he dances with the devil, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, one of my favorite personal concerts that I've been to was actually. Um, Ramon Ayala. Uh, I've seen him, yeah. Emilio Navaira. No, the I saw him, I, dude. So Ramon Ayala, man, and oh, the beginning of the intro is Ramon Ayala. And uh-huh, it's, yeah. It's actually Tragos. done by, you know, let me give a quick shout out to uh, Obi. He does rap beats. He does amazing. A homie of yours did that? Yeah, man. Yo, he, tell oh, him to send me the file. I'm going to rap on no, it. No, <laughs> man. He, he, dude, definitely, he is talented. Like, like sorry, Obi. He, he listens to the podcast. Obi, send me the beat. <laughs> I go to I go to his, I go to the site and I listen to his beats for free and I get the free samples. <laughs> and I'm there like yeah, you're no, just like no. that's tight. No, <laughs> yeah, I was like no, for real, dude. Like I recorded it with my iPhone and played on my iPad and do it like that. And I have a recording, <laughs> steal it. <laughs> no, but uh, on, beat, <laughs> no shit. on beat music uh-huh. did our intro. It's probably the best part of the podcast, honestly, Honestly. because everybody loves the intro, and then then everybody just like switches it off. Yeah, they turn it after the yeah. (laughs) It's like oh, but you know what? I wait just out of principle, and then as soon as I hear, I hear Dejano talking. Nah, yeah. (laughs) 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 No, on beat music. Look him up. I'll I'll share his stuff, and I'll do I'll do whatever I can. I'll take off my shirt and put R&B music <laughs> on my chest and, and do a do a, a, a boob a boob uh, pick like the OnlyFans girls. <laughs> and thank you, Obi. So Burst the what, ass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my one of my favorite concerts that I have been to live was actually uh, a Tool. Man. Oh what? Yeah. That's crazy. And I went for free. What? Fucking freeloader. Yeah, no shit. That's Beach what made it. Freddy freeloader. That's God. what made it. That's what made it more, more. Made more. it taste even sweeter. Yeah. No, because of my work and what I do, you know. And, and, and I, I took some of the soldiers and I went downtown. They said, "Hey, well, you can go ahead and stay." And I was like, I stayed with my jaws. Like, ah, I, I didn't even question it. They said, "You can stay." They couldn't even. They didn't even finish the word stay. I was already inside. Yeah. I left all the soldiers all crippled and everything. Yeah. <laughs> on the side, I was like, I went in and man, 
I was, and they're I was, like, and they're like, and also, uh, we're gonna leave all our psilocybin mushrooms here. We don't know how many we have, so yeah. if somebody stole a little bunch, joints, like that'll be okay. Free joints for the troops and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was all stolen batter they, in there. They have little heroin bars. <laughs> yeah, I was all stolen batter. It's like, yeah, I served. Uh, 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 <laughs> give me that joint. I served a lot of cocaine on a lot of mirrors. <laughs> nah, their 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 live performances is crazy because you, a lot of visual you, work. Yeah, man, a lot of lasers and a lot of yeah. shit. I can only imagine, man, like, I'm a huge, like, Pink Floyd, man, uh, fan. Man, I always wanted to, got, got, I wanted to see them, even just, uh, what's his name, Roger Waters, to be able to see him live, man, because even the, his version of, uh, uh, of the songs are, are great, man. They, I mean, that's when I go back to what we're talking about, is just, like, seeing performers with talent and, and they change you, you know what I mean? They tell me what we were talking about earlier. And when you see performers live, it's just different too. And another one that came to mind, a concert, I got to see Bone Thugs in Harmony. Oh, yeah, dude. But oh. this was in 19... So, okay, oh. 1997. No, I think it was 1997, around that time. My Aunt Susan, I love her for this. She brought... She called a radio station... She was good at that. She would call radio stations, and she, would and she was always a ninth caller. He, she was, she had that look, and she would do it. You know, she got enough tickets to take me. Thank you, my Susan. Si- no, oh my God, me, my sister, uh, and then my cousins Jeremy, Jason, Skyler, and her, and they took us downtown. And man, they took Fuckin us to the Alamo Dome. But dude, dude, this is how this is how nineties this was because the headliners were. Bone Thugs in Harmony. Okay, already love it. And Christina Aguilera. <laughs> That's nineties for you, bro. I can't. you say you saw them in ninety what? I think it was around 97, 98. It was around that time. Oh, I was a kid. I was younger. I was the older of the kids God. too. God. But it was funny because you gotta I, be I, joking I, me. I, I was. I just wanted to go see Bone Thugs in Harmony because I, I grew up. I mean, I love that music. My neighbor. Michael, he was the one that was like the hip-hop guy. So I would go over and he introduced me to all kinds of like hip-hop. He's the one that introduced me to Immortal Technique. My brother is a witness. So can you get a witness? Can you that fuck that blah, blah, blah. I don't get that. So my neighbor Michael introduced me to Immortal Technique. And then I brought it to the school and then a lot of people more. And then, you know what I mean? Started listening to it because Immortal Technique is great. But what was funny was... So my, my aunt, Susan, she's, she's white, you know. And, she's, yeah. and then, okay, and then I was older the kids, and I don't remember. She makes really good rice and beans. Dejala. Hey, man, she has heart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it was Christina Aguilera first, and then the headliner, and then the, the headliner. After that was uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh-huh. So, so wait, 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 wait. Who is after Christina Aguilera? Bone Thugs and Harmony. So who is after Bone Thugs? That's, no, those are the headliners. So just those two? There was that peak where Bone Thugs was like top of the charts and they were the WAP of today. Yeah. Oh, back then, they were the WAP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they came out the Crossroads, had just bow, came bow, out. Bow, 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 uh, it was around that time yeah. when Crossroads came out and oh, all that shit. Yeah, so. fucking God, So bro. they were, they were, they were. Wait, wait, was it the tour where they were throwing money out on the at the audience? I don't remember, man. I think I said I was like 10. But, but, no, no, no. Yeah. But let me get to her. So, let me finish here. It's funny because like, my little cousin, my little sister, my little cousin Skyler, they, 
they were the ones into Christina Aguilera and then me genie in a bottle yeah so then like I'm there because I want to see Bone Thugs and Harmony so I'm there man and as soon as they come out you know a stage full of black guys comes out and they're all jumping up and down and you know performing badass song and they're about to perform and then my aunt Susan was like she sees what's going on she's like we gotta go uh, uh, I was like, wait, wait, what? This is what I came to see. And she's like, oh, she didn't know what to do because they were singing. And uh, uh, what the uh, fuck is up? Woo! And they're saying a bunch of shit like that. And then she was all like, oh, uh, she didn't know what to do because she had like five kids and were, the oldest one was me. And I was like 10, I think, or somewhere around that age. And she was like, oh, and she didn't know what to do. No. So then, like, we, I was like, all right, just let me hear like two songs. And she was like, okay. And then she sat there. That, that I remember she sat there and then she was like I mean like she, her foot was shaking uh, and she was just like like that and then my little sister my little cousin Sky we were all like like you know what's going on I'm over here like yeah I see you at the crossroads and, and then I was like fuck and then, then she was like okay 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 let's go let's go I was like oh man but I got to see two songs from them it's all like and, it's and that was the in the thuggish, thuggish bone. Oh my god you had no idea the whole dome was popping that night dude it was crazy so that was one of the most memorable that I'll never forget. Oh because my god! That's honestly, incredible. like to to see like Christina Aguilera and Bone Thugs and Harmony touring. I think it was like, I think it was ninety four point one that was doing the the promotion and all that shit, man. But that was that was fun. It was it was funny thinking yeah. about it now. It was it was the genie in a forty bottle tour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> genie in a forty bottle. <laughs> Yeah, man. That was Genie. a good tour. 98, 97, 98. Yeah. That was a good year. <laughs> Genie in an old English bottle, dude. <laughs> that was the tour's name. So that's one of probably one of the most memorable tours that that I got to see. You know, oh. I've seen a lot. Um, I actually I actually have a, a bone to pick with Bone Thugs. Because I've seen them live twice. Actually, three times, I want to say. Yeah. I saw them once with a bunch of random ass locals dude i remember like one of Here? the lo- it, yeah it was in san antonio it was in san antonio. it was like at some random ass bar dude it wasn't even like a huge like venue or anything it was like a bar but it had a pretty good decent stage right and um i remember i waited hours dude like five or six hours i waited to see bone thugs dude like and I had to sit through every single, like, shitty opener. And there was, like, six of them, dude. And most of them sucked. There was, like, one band called Dirty Worms that was pretty good. But the rest of them, thanks, Keith. The, the rest of them were, like, shit, dude. It was just, like, like what's comparable today is, like, I don't know, whatever the hot, hot garbage is. Don't say WAP because it's not garbage. It's pretty good. But anyway, it's just, like, it was just garbage talent that, like, probably paid five six hundred bucks to be on that stage right yeah like really and like almost everybody almost everybody sucked there was another dude called hyro the hero that was pretty good too like he was pretty lyrical waited hours 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 and then like and i'm like waiting it's the bone thugs reunion tour mind you really yeah and like they all start coming out oh shit there's wish oh shit there's lazy bone Oh shit, Wishbone. He's been in, in jail all of Bone Thug's career. 
fucking crazy he's out. This is like memorable. This is history. Insane. Wow. Wish is coming out. And then like here comes crazy. And then I'm just like busy. He's my fucking favorite. Oh my God. I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to fucking piss my pants. Whatever. I'm like so excited to see busy. They do a song that busy's not in. I'm like, oh, maybe they're teasing. Maybe he's going to come in. He's going to be like, you know, and it's like I'm waiting. Song number two, song number three, song number four, song number five. I've been waiting for hours. My knees are hurting. And I'm like, I'm having a good time for the most part. You know what I mean? And then like some chick tries to start a fight with my then girlfriend. And like, it's about like moving. She's like, oh, can we sit, get in front of you? It's like, dude, we're at a packed ass concert. You want to get in front of us? Get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. But they were being nesias. They were drunk. They were trying to start a fight. And yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is retarded. And it I'm just like. must be Kenti. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full Kenti, dude. Full Kenti. Ancestry.com. Um, I was like, man, this is so dumb. And then I was just like, I was enjoying it. And at, the, at like hour number like seven and a half, eight, I'm just like, I can't fucking stand up no more. I'm like, Bone Thugs, great. Busy's not here. I'm fucking leaving, right? And then just like, it was great. And I'm just like, awesome. I'm just going to go home and just like, I didn't get to see the dude that I like model a lot of my rapping over. One of the dudes who like highly influenced me. Fine, whatever. Maybe he was busy. <laughs> ah, you, ah, no. You're still busy to rap. No, there's like a whole beef going on with them. But then I did get to see him, and I saw him with, with um, on Google Images. With no, I saw him with Bun B, and I saw him with Be Real of Cypress Hill. But so it wasn't Cypress Hill; it was just Be Real of Cypress Hill, Bun B, and I believe it was Kali or what, one of those like big local dudes. Anyways, both ducks come out, and like it's like the same shit again. It's just like crazy comes out, lazy comes out, wish comes out, and then busy comes out, and I'm just like, yo! Damn, but you got a wet ass busy. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got a <laughs> rowdy wop. <laughs> rowdy wop. <laughs> nah, but uh, but then at that one, wish wasn't there, mm. so it's like it was still not the reading. But it's like the bone thugs that we know throughout the whole decade when he was in prison. So yeah. I'm like, I'm cool. I, like, I so get all the songs. Is, this is I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but that was so the concert I was mentioning where I saw them it was the uh. first time I saw them. Second time, check this out. Mm. <clears throat> they stop in here all the fucking time. Yeah, they're on, they were on the last podcast. Do you, you see? You say you listen. You know. You know. So no, yeah, so, busy in the house. What's up? So it was, it was a spring break. I don't know, like 12, 13, 14. I don't know. It was a spring break. And um, so, like, spring break, I had fun on the beach, whatever. Yada, yada, yada. So, boobs, so this, so that, whatever. Some, some wop, some was. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Sandy, Sandy ass puss. So I saw that and whatever. You know, sap. So I'm on my way back. So I'm on my way back to San Antonio, good old San Antonio, the 210. And man, out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going down the highway. And then, man, I was like, man, I gotta fucking take a piss, dude. And so then I pulled over and I stopped at this gas station. I get off at the gas station. There's a bunch of people at the gas station. So I get off at the gas station. I, I, I park at the pump. Like that, and then I just gotta go in there and take a piss, and I'll be right back. So then I walk, and then I look to the left, and then the on the on the other pump there's a van, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people coming out, of it, and I was like, "See, there's free break, yeah, whatever." <laughs> what are they? So then like I saw these bunch of like older black guys. And hey, everybody's look, putting on their swimming trunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I look like that, and I look to them, and I say, "Hey, how's it going?" I go inside, take a piss, 
And then when I come back, I'm walking out the door. There's a huge crowd around that same van. Well, guess who it was? Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, man. I waved to them and didn't even know who they were. They didn't recognize them, man, because they were yeah. older. Yeah. I was all like, man, dude. They're all fat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, we're all nah, going to get there. It's like, <laughs> I'm it's, like, there. it's like Wish is like Panzon and mm-hmm. everybody else stayed like super just like skinny but like bloated. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. I wish it wishes three wishes already. <laughs> put, in, put in one. He's a genie now. Yo, I'm t- <laughs> in a forty bottle. In a forty uh, bottle. Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, so I, lo- I, I so love. I'm trying both. to get back to my truck. Yeah. And then I just I just took a picture from afar because I didn't want to be Johnny Kiss yeah, ass yeah. and like oh. But I was like, God damn, dude! I had a chance because there was nobody around them. And then fucking. And, but I didn't know, man, because I'm fucking. I'm all hungover and shit. And I got to take a piss. And, I go to the restaurant and I'm going to get a monster because I have to drive back and all that shit. You know, I, I mean, there's some days where you're just doing shit. You don't even know what's going on around you. They're I don't want to wop wet-ass pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wet-ass penis. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how life is. You know, you just, sometimes you don't pay attention to your surroundings and shit like that. You just keep going. But that was my second run-in. So, um, is there another run-in? No, no, man. <laughs> no, that's it. That's I have one more, dude. Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. And let me let, let me lay it on you because it was fucked up. So, um, my girl gets her hands on some Bone Thugs tickets. She's like, "You want to go?" Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, hands obviously, on, hands on a bone. Yeah, <laughs> on two bones. <laughs> Damn. Now, so like, she's like, "Yo, you're in." I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm down." I was like, the last time I saw them, it was super fucking dope. It was like badass like they were all there except for wish but like i was just like i'll forgive him because busy was there and i finally got to see busy, he wasn't right? busy huh? yeah he wasn't <laughs> busy that time and like people were like passing them blunts and he was like picking them up and he was like yeah, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah. it was great dude it was fucking perfect i was just like where I did you see them it was uh here? it was at backstage live do you remember it's like it's called something else now mm. but anyway it's across from it's here in san antonio yeah it's here in san antonio it's okay. like it's like uh downtown mm. um anyway the Dakota Ice House, they should bring them in here. Yeah, yeah, dude, at this point, Bone might be like, yeah, we'll do it. Hell yeah. It's like our going rate is 1300 Damn. Damn. I can't pay y'all 1300 per person. Nah, 1300 for the give whole me, group. Give me keys as a cash app. Yeah. I'll pitch in. Hey, <laughs> give me three orders of tacos. Nah, like, <laughs> nah but um, so I went, and then uh, she was just like, yo, it's at the, at the Aztec, right? It's at the Aztec Theater. So we went out there. And it was like badass, and like it was all full of energy. And there was like this group that, like, guess Bone is like backing. They were okay. They were all smoking blunts on stage. So everybody started lighting up, and we met a few cool people who let us, you know, partake. And um, and finally, like Bone comes out, and then again, Busy was not there, dude. I was just yeah, like, ah. I was like, this is bullshit. And I remember like. We met some cool people, and then, like, we just kind of, like, talked our way into, like, some random, like, party that was there, and they were just like, hey, if, I don't even remember the guy's name, if you need anything from the bar, say Alfonso's tab, and I was like, Simon, man, <laughs> I am, the, and I was just like, yeah, it's Alfonso, and, like, they would look at him, and, they, and he would be like, that's my fucking, boy. he would, like, bang on his chest, like, that's my I just met the guy, right? He was like fucking gone, dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, this so is cool. So you're a con artist, huh? I mean, you know what I mean? 
I'm just a next nice day, guy. Next day it was like, uh, was it Tiger, the Tiger King? I'm never going to financially recover. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was actually a pretty blessed night. We did pretty good, man. Like, sometimes when you throw a good vibe around, people just want you around. And, you know, that was like the, kind of the situation that happened that night. And we just ended up getting blasted, dude. Like, super fucking hammered. And, like, my girl and I were there. And, like, I left her for, like, a split second. And she came back, and she, like, had a fat lip. And she was like, dude, I just, oh, got, in a, she's like, I just got in a fight. This chick came at me, blah, blah, blah. The security's about to throw me out. I'm just here to look for you. Let's go. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me just hit the bathroom, and then we can bounce, right? All right, cool. So I lost her again, and I passed by the merch the table. The top lip wasn't fat this time. When yeah. <laughs> the second time. <laughs> you saw her. I, I passed by the merch table where they were selling Bone Thugs merch. Uh-huh. And I saw a keychain, and I thought it was loose. Uh-huh. And I just my drunken like I'm sorry, Bone Thugs and Harmony, for hurting your fight, for affecting you financially. No, they're gonna text me tonight. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Yo, we were listening to Bear Talk, bro." I need that five dollars for the keychain. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, it was like ten bucks, dude. Oh, it was like man. ridiculous. Um, so like, so I saw the keychain. I was just like, oh. I'm going to take this. In my drunken mind, I was like, I'm going to take this. And I had bought one already. Yeah? I had bought one already. How many keys do you got? Oh, you're... (laughs) 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 I fuck with more keys in the janitor. That's a big old line. That's a big old line. He's talking about drugs, but no. But anyway, I was at the Bone Thugs concert, and I, like, I snatched this Bone Thugs keychain, and I had bought one earlier. So I I don't know why I felt compelled to snatch it. I had already paid for one, but I saw it on the table and it just looked so juicy and open, but it was taped down. So I realized it midway through and I said, fuck it, I've gone too far. And I just yanked it and I just walked away as fast as I could. And then I hear some guy going, hey, come here. You, you, gotta fight lip. <laughs> you get over here and I'm just like fuck 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 I was like what do I do what do I do so I dropped it on the ground I dropped it on the ground mm-hmm. and I step on it with my boot and then I'm just like I look around like who's calling me is there somebody like trying to get ah, in contact with me skin on you came yeah out, yeah it came out gotcha ah, bad dude, that, the WP the white the white the privilege the, the Kenti came out the Kenti came out I was just like I'm oh, sorry what's Kenti, going on the Kenti Karen what's go- what's going on and then he and then and then he was like yo man I saw you I saw you take that keychain I was like what keychain it was on the table and I was like what keychain I was like I bought this one look it's still in the package because it was in like in a yeah. little like cellophane thing. He's like, yo, man, what the fuck, man? I know I saw you. I saw you take it. He's like, there's not a lot of motherfuckers around here looking like you. <laughs> you know, he told me that shit. <laughs> and I was like, culero, right? And I was just like, yo, man, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't take shit. I was like, I just bought this T-shirt off of you. I know you recognize me. And he's like, I did sell you the T-shirt, and I sold you and I sold you the, 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 the keychain, but I saw you take that other keychain off the table. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. And the cop showed up, and I'm just like, puta madre. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fucked, right? And then bone, the cop. Bone thugs have cops? They're, they're, they're well, they're it was at the it was at the majestic. Oh. So like the or the Aztec, the Aztec had like, you know, they had they had chokers. Right, they should have came out from the back. This motherfucker doing this should have gave you a fat lip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, my complexion let me live another day. Yeah, man. Because if you were you were dark like any of the other homies, dude, mm. you would have walked out there with a fat lip, dude. So this vato. <laughs> His vato's like, like, by the time the cop shows up and he was like, this guy stole a keychain. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know if there was another guy who maybe looked like me. I was like, 
you know, as kids, we're all dressing the same. I was like talking bullshit, dude. Yeah. I was all fucked up. You I didn't. Know, I didn't take beard and long hair. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, You're trying to compare yourself to other people. And I had, I had my, I, I had White. my, I had my foot on the shit the whole time. I had my foot on the keychain the whole time. Dan, you were, you were like a fucking Manu Ginobili. I didn't let her. I was like, <laughs> you had to, you couldn't pick your foot up. You were just pivoting no, around. I was just pivoting. Al Chile way. That's what it was. You didn't want to go. That's what you it was. You want to travel? <laughs> so the cop shows a up. Call. The cop shows up, and I look at the cop, and I'm like. I don't know what he's talking about, man. He says I stole something. I was like, and then the cop looks at him like you were leaning like like Michael Jackson. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with your foot on the yeah. keychain. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't know the Michael Jackson when he fucking leans like that, he nailed it. He's nailed to the floor. Then I started move over there, and he's leaning all the way back. <laughs> Oh my god So anyway I Michael Jackson The shit out of that situation And the cop shows up And the cop's like What's happening And I was just like I don't know man He says I stole something And he was He just like Kind of like Looked at the guy At the merch guy And he was just like You leave this nice White gentleman alone (laughs) You know and then I was just like I was just like The stone skin came in uh, Yeah dude Gotcha bad dude And then I was just like And the guy's just like I don't know, man. I guess whatever. And he turns around and he walks away. And I look at the officer and I was just like, I don't know, my bad. And he's like, whatever. And he like turns around and he walks away. And I'm just like, like standing there. Excuse me, I dropped my keychain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just standing there and I was like just watching him walk away. And then I just like very casually just like duck down, and, like pick it up, put it in my pocket, and just walk away. And, so I, and then was, I so find and then I find my girl and we walk out and we go like get tacos hey, so, or whatever. So this was at the majestic. It's Aztec. Oh, the Aztec. Who the hell gets in chingazos at the Aztec? Dude, what the hell happened? It was the Bone Thugs concert. That's that's oh, the problem. Right, the right, problem right, was... Right. You know who the Bone Thugs concert people are? It's the same fucking crowd. Kentis. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like the Rowdy Westside Kentis, dude. It's just like, hey, what's up, homes? You listen to Bone Thugs or what? Like, that's oh. all the vatos at the fucking show. And they're little they high They sold their shit. food stamps for yeah. to buy the tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, they're, and then they want to act like they're bond. Like, put it on Alfonso's. And then they're just like, hey, um, this message is for Alfonso. Uh, you left your card. You ran up $2,359.16. So call us here at the Aztec. Uh, we have your card. And it's declining, so please call us. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> we need you to pay can our I, light bill. They're going to call you. He's going to call you. Can I pay him food stamps or what? Nah, wait, but no mames. Wait, the fucking the drinks over there at the Aztec, dude, is like $20 for a fucking water with two ice cubes, man. Doing, it's fucking expensive as fuck, it's not worth it. Getting a, a bus is he busy dude? Fuck that shit, dude. So Radio Tierra, that's one of your bands. How many how many bands are you involved in and how many did you too many to count? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're an OnlyFans, whoever you has only fans. whoever pays you go. <laughs> no, not so much that. It's just where the energy is and also where like um where the people are accessible, you know. Radio Tierra is great. We uh, had we had a lot of staff changes, uh, but like a lot of but we kept a lot of the same people, and it was a lot of in and outs and stuff like that. So, so I, I seen you perform uh, with uh, Los. N- I don't even know how to say it, bro. I'm gonna give you the hack. You ready? Okay. Say now. Now. What? What? Latos. Now say it all together fast. Now what latos? Now you got it. See, Damn. It's like it's like you've been I try saying to, it. No, that's hard. I mm-hmm. mean, I try to read it. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I mean? like the like the super like if you want to be like precise about it is 
Los Nahuatlatos. Nahuatlatos. Yes, but I can say but, but but they if but, but 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 like for example, we did um, we did the Tobin Theater, and it was with Science Friday with uh, uh, Ira. Ira Flato, mm-hmm. we did Ira Flato's uh, Science Friday, which is on NPR, yeah. and they like did the taping inside the Tobin, and they had a live audience, and they had us come out and play three songs. Yeah, right. Now what, Latu? Oh, oh so, so I'm sorry, I, I I had a brain fart. So Ira Flato, we were talking to him, and he was just like, "Hey, you know, that? He, uh, that that's the host of the NPR show Science Friday, okay, with NPR." So. He's the guy that was like on stage and he was interviewing people when he was having the whole discussion or whatever. So afterwards, we met him and we were just like, oh, you know, that was awesome, blah, blah, blah. Like it was like the biggest, the biggest crowd. It was like uh, close to 2,000 people. Like it was like the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of, right? And like, you know, how that make talk- you feel? It was intense, dude. I, w- I remember like I went out and it was just like. Is it, do you see a difference after a while? Like performing in front of people if it, when it's small to bigger? Or you just do your thing real you, quick? You know, side note. Well, d- d- <clears throat> everyone's different. Like, it's like if you ask a doctor, like, oh, if you see one gunshot, you've seen them all. It's like, well, no. Like, each one of them is in a very, like, specific spot, and each one of them has posts its own specific challenges. But, like, as far as like, playing... Like, oh, this is a chapel. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Let me I, take the bullet out. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do want to say, as Nicolás Valdez, the, the accordion player from Los Nahualatos, once told me... Oh, he's, he's amazing, made, by the way. Actually. He's great. He's great. Uh... He told me one day, he was just like, yo, man, the day you stop getting nervous for anything that you're doing, you should probably quit because you don't care anymore. You know? So there's uh, always a, nerves. There's think, always nerves. You think Busy's nervous up on stage? <laughs> no, no. Fuck no. <laughs> he, just, he just like, pass the blunt, 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 up to the stage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I'm going back, sorry, so anyways um, we were talking to Ira Flato from, from Science Friday and we were talking to him afterwards he was just like hey you know it was like, hey you guys were great how did it feel being up there it was cool blah blah we chatted, chatted it up with him and stuff and he was just like I'm sorry because he had to introduce us and he was just like please tell me oh this, I'm sorry this was after the show uh, before the show I'm sorry he was like I have to introduce you guys he was like I'm sorry He's like he, you know, he's like he's like this white guy, older white guy. You know, he, you know, probably didn't. He maybe spoke maybe some sort of European second language. Does he own the uh, Dakota's house? No. <laughs> no. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but this dude, but but this dude, like obviously, like you know, he didn't. Sorry, Keith. I'm no, just joking. He, no, Kent. Oh, was it? That was Keith. No, Keith is the dude that works here. Oh, Kent. Kent is the owner. Kenty. <laughs> 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 So uh I'm So so I told the dude he was like he was like look uh, I'm sorry I don't know how to pronounce the name of your band he's like can you can you and everybody was just like Nahuatlatos and they were just trying to like breaking it down for him like you know with all the syllables and everything Nahuatlatos and, and then I, and then I just walked up to him and I was just like look check this out say now give it up <laughs> yeah. he's like I was just like give me your fucking money job. dog I was just like give me your fucking money dog this is West Side shit you know what I mean I don't give a fuck about none of this Hollywood shit man give me your run it nah nah I was just like I was just like look say now now what what Latos and I was like now say it fast he's like now what Latos and I was like you got it 
I was like, just say it like that really fast, and you'll get he away with it. He still fucked it up, right? He still fucked it up. Come no, on. dude, it's not even like how he fucked it. It's it's about how he fucked it up. That's the thing that fucking got me the most, dude. He was like, he was like, and ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to bring up, and he says, the Los Nahuatlatos. Dang. And I, no, he said the Los Nahuatlatos. I was just like, oh, oh you my idiot. God, I'm yeah. sorry, I riffed later if you're yeah, listening because I know you're listening to the podcast. The band, the, you should have got and your bongos and got the fuck out of there, dude. He said, he said the Los Nahuatlatos. And I was just like, no, it's just Los Nahuatlatos. And I was just like, trying to correct fuck. him. And I was just like, I was like, Yapos ni modo. He said it right. So we went on stage and like we went out, dude. And it was like nothing but an older white demographic Dang. there was nothing and like here we are a bunch of mexicanos right I'm the, I'm the only dude that looks like biden, just biden, like biden supporters order it, it, pretty biden much supporters pretty much there. i mean looking like some trump They're supporters hot. out there too oh my god yeah so we went out there and the like and, are here. and like nick just like looked everywhere and he was just like he was like buenas noches mi querido san antonio and then people were just like like they just like like looked back for a second and then like all of a sudden they were just like, we should cheer and then Ray started cheering. <laughs> you didn't know what he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just started cheering, right? And oh, then like we went funny. up. We started with like a little conjunto song and people were just like, we don't know what's going on, but they yeah, looked like they, they were having fun. Are yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> they had a big smile and they had their eyes wide open. So, so I was anyways, like, anyways, that was my story with the uh, Los Nahuatlatos. Now what Latos? That's the easiest way to say it. So yeah. where does that name? What does that mean? I don't even know what the fuck that uh, means. It honestly. means loosely uh, the the translators uh, or like um, uh, the interpreters of of the of the Aztec of the. Ah, fuck, I always fuck this up, but I can't forget if it's the Aztec or the Mayan. I want to say it's the Aztecs. Um, basically, got, like a Nahuatlato was a dude that like translated the word into like colonial, like Spanish and like stuff like that, so that oh, we could understand. He was a translator it. for the natives, from the natives to the Spaniards. to the Spaniards. Oh, a Nahuatlato. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's cool, mm-hmm. man. So it's like an indigenous that. person who like uh, like uh, made the language more accessible to the colonizer, or like to like. Ironically, it's harder to pronounce. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're keeping their words. Or ke- like everything is like very abbreviated. There's like T's and L's where like shit shouldn't be, and it just like it's very confusing. But I didn't. I did. I, I saw you perform with them at uh, what was that? Uh, the the Day of the Dead. Oh, at the Arneson? No, no, it was downtown at the Hemisphere. Oh, 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 that was dope too, Dude, so man. I was caught because another one of my favorite bands is a local band, is Pinata Protest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all were playing at the same times, so I got to see two songs from you. And I said, all right, I love you. I want to go see Pinata Protest. So I ran over there, and I was all hustling over there. Dude. I was, like, like speed walking down there because it was pretty far away. And I went to go see them. And mm. then I saw a couple of songs from them, and then I was like, oh, shit, art. I was like, what? And I went, what do you do? So, <laughs> you're doing like that bread. speed walk where like your hips yeah, shake dude, up and down I had and a shit. couple of those heckies in me if not dude I would've passed out dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was my, 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 my spinach to Popeye that was mine I'm on those <laughs> so I got to see them but they're, I mean they're, they're a big local band mm-hmm. but they were on a small stage mm-hmm. so it felt more like integrated the stage you were on was huge, man. Yeah, we were. It we had the like, we had the big boy stage. I know, dude. Like, damn, los nahuatlatos. I was like, God, damn. Mm-hmm. So I got to see. I got to see the performance. So when you perform, you have a lot of energy, man. And I seen you perform a couple of times. Yeah. 
went to the shows and stuff like that. So, when's the next? You have anything coming up? Live? Uh, yo, first of all, shout out to Alvaro, man. He was just, uh, <laughs> I was actually just chilling with him here at the Dakota the other day. Alvaro, who was the accordion player for Pianta Protest. He oh, was, yeah. He was just here the other day. Uh, he was here for a show uh, for Bear Brass, who's also an awesome band. And, um, he was hanging out with us. He ended up coming back to the house. We, like, all partied and drank a little bit. We ate some albondigas. We ate some tacos. It was cool. Uh, Sarah hooked it up. Sarah yeah, hooked it up big to hell. No, man, I didn't do shit. I just <laughs> showed up and fucking said, dame. Um, but um, as far as as far as far stuff coming up, man. Oh, real quick, dude. Uh, so what was the name? That guy's name? Alvaro. Alvaro. So they, they went to um, by my house. There's uh, the, the aqueduct. The okay. aqua duck, and mm-hmm. uh, they were performing. Yeah, but they, they were performing as they have another band. Los they, Callejeros de San Antonio. Oh, I love I love that shit. They, and then that night, dude, I man, and this was back then. BC. I, by my, I went by myself. I was like, I was bored at the house. This is before Corona, and everything was cool. Bored in the house, and yeah. I'm in the house bored. Yeah. So then, like, <laughs> I fucking I went up, I went over there, and then like they're like, oh, they posted on Facebook. I follow them on Facebook. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna be there. I was like, fuck yeah, it's down the street from me because I live out on the south side. So I went over there, and then man, so dude, I, I was buying buckets. I was by myself. I drank a bucket, and then I bought another bucket, and then there was some some ladies there. There were old ladies. I was by myself, so I started talking to them. Yeah. And, being, Being friendly, hey yeah, man. Yeah, just yeah, fucking talking my So then you fuck? they're like, "Gilks, <laughs> 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 hey, uh, edit that out." That's how you hear. So no, so then, so then, then they're like, "Hey, we need somebody to play the, I don't know what it's called. That it's like long and then you, uh, wacharaka or a wira." Weed out. Well, I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was already all fucked up, dude. And I was like, I picked up my hand. I was like, eh! I fucking came out of nowhere, dude. And I'm fucking, I came And you're there. like, And I fucking, that guy, was uh, what's his name? Alvaro? Oh, no. Alvaro. Alvaro, he looked at me, he looked at me, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tall. Yeah. And he, he was, Chaparrito. Sure, but he was, I was taller than him. He's from Laredo, he too. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, all right, bro. And he's looked at me up, and he was like, all right, bro. All you got to do is just, shh, 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 shh. I was like, I was like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're cool people, man. Yeah. They're cool people. So they started playing like that, and I was like, that's all I did, dude. But I had so much fucking fun being up there, man. I was drunk, like, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stay shy. Mm-hmm. If I'm in front of people, I freeze up. And yeah. I, 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 I'm that's 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 me. Yeah. You know, that's why you're I do more a of a short goer as opposed to. Yeah, that's why I do a podcast and I'm fucking <laughs> saying fucking jokes. Because nobody's watching me. I'm here. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Intimate podcast. <laughs> Very so, intimate. <laughs> so then I played, man, and it was just so much fun. Those dudes were fucking cool as shit, and you, even. I don't know, man. He was, he was just like, he looked at me, he gave me a thumbs up, and I was all fucking pale. I was all, ah. yeah. And I kept on beating everything, and I was just fucking, it's not hard. Like, and I did a little dance, dude, and I did a little, just whatever, only fans, you know what I mean? A little, yeah, little only fans, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I thought they were only fans. So they're cool people and stuff like that. So, so those nano wajalatos. So other bands you're part of is uh, Trigger Words, you said? Trigger Words, yeah. yeah. How's it? And you said that during Corona, you out of boredom, you created a band? or? Well, I mean, I mean, essentially, if you want to call it boredom, but it's more like, 
people living together who are creative, who just naturally are just prone to create. pick up an instrument, create, yeah, do yeah. anything, anything, anything from the food that we create, from the drinks that we buy, to how we get down, to how we make music and how we jam and how we vibe, right? It just turned into like, it turned into an entity that we couldn't ignore anymore. So Trigger Words became a band, especially, then it became a podcast. Especially so. that you only get, you only work in one day a week. I mean, it, at that time, it, it, it only lasted like a month, but that was enough still, time for us to like plant the seeds and be yeah. like, "Yo, we should do this," you know. Um, so what's the main what's the main uh, Trigger Words? Is it what is it rap or is it? Rap? Uh, you know what? That's the thing about it is like, it's funny because I'm like. I'm going away from rap, but I'm also, like, about to drop two rap albums. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm going away from my roots to learn and fly and, 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 and face new challenges and learn new things. But I'm also, like, sticking to my shit because it's like, I know I have talent to rap. So, like... So, what, what do you do on this band? You're, uh, just, you're just the poster boy? I, I'm just the fucking chulo, dude. Yeah, that's it. That's one. all I've ever been, dude. The that's all I've ever been. You're the only fans? I was, I was here. I won't say with who, but I kind of got into it with this vato last time here at the Dakota, as a matter of fact. Damn, I, I spend a lot of time here. Bring I love it here. problems here, dude. What's all of them? Nah, nah, nah. They're good. They're good. But this vato was like... He was kind of a jerk, right? And he was just like... Like, he didn't know me. I kind of knew a little bit about him. And, but he's in the scene, and I have a fr- bunch of friends that know him. And, like, I brought up another guy that plays the same instrument as him. And I was just like, yo, that guy is the guy for that instrument. He's just like, yo, fuck that guy. I don't know who he is, but fuck that guy. You know, I could, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking blow him away. He's fucking whack. I was just like, yo, he's pretty good. And then everybody around me was just like, yo, that guy's pretty good. You know, trust what he's saying. And he's just like, well, you know, fuck this guy. What does he know? He's just a hype man. You know, and everybody was just like, yo, arts this, arts that, arts this, arts that. And I always like to tell people, it's just like, nah, let them talk shit. Let them talk shit. When they see me live, when they see me recording projects, then they're going to know like, oh, that motherfucker is somebody to, is he's a force to be reckoned with. You know, as far as like trigger words, like, like I said, I am branching out to new things, but also like from my roots, like down to my writing. But like one thing about me is like, my singing is not top notch. I'm not the best singer. It's not my strongest thing, right? And with Trigger Words, I'm really starting to sing a lot, and I'm really starting to own my shitty voice. And not only own my shitty voice, but like, like don't worry feel about proud it. about it. No, I feel like don't I worry love it. it. The, the I love it. Auto tune, man. No, no, no. Fuck <laughs> auto tune. Fuck auto tune. I, I want it to sound exactly how I sound. And now I'm like really starting to own it. And not only that, like inadvertently. I became a better singer, a better musician. I'm learning about audio engineering and, and all the stuff that I used to have to like either pay people or have to be good homies with people to get done. Yeah. You know, I know how to do half that shit now. Now it's just like if I want to add a layer of glossiness to my project, it's just like, hey man, here you go. Here's X amount of dollars. Please make this look pretty. Okay, cool. Give me two days. Boom, boom, boom. Here you go. So yeah, I mean, so as. It's funny you mentioned that because you see my little truck, my little project truck. Yeah, Ch- Chaffa, what is yeah, it? Ch- the Chaffa Mobile. Chaffa Mobile. So like, I've seen so many <laughs> trucks where they're painted beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 done. I mean, beautifully. You know, painted. You know, just awesome. But with my truck, like, I want to keep it as is because it looks dirty, but I'm embracing it because 
that's the whole chaffa theme, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's not nothing to be, it's not a show queen, it's not this, it's not that, it's just yeah. something I'm proud of. And I'm proud of it as is, yeah. and I want to embrace it, I want to show it off as is. I like the way the paint don't match, just fucking mm-hmm. rust mm-hmm. and shit yeah. like that. And it's, it goes to like Brad Rod, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like. They, those people, they could have painted those cars, you know, and, and did all that. Red rods, you know, like they, they got a 1930s coupe and, and did all this. But no, the red rod look is something to me. It says you got to embrace it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure in, in creating, if you're if creative, you know, you create music, uh, you just got to be the, the red rod right. of the music. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to, you got to embrace what you got and be proud of it and, show it off absolutely so and that's that's why I feel about what you're mentioning to me about yeah. your your singing yeah that perfect yeah, it's like Chalino dude <laughs> it's like exactly. he wasn't he wasn't good he's he wasn't like, like singing like Vicente Fernandez but he had his own style and people no Chalino Sanchez you know what this is a line from Chalino Sanchez the critics said about Chalino Sanchez they said man he can't sing and you know what Chalino said back to what the, his say, critics he talk said, to him this is what Chalino Sanchez said to his critics that he that he couldn't sing. He said, "I don't sing, I bark." Chinga. I don't sing, I bark. Yeah. And man, <coughs> well, because if you do listen to his shit, it's not something to entertain you, but you feel the heart. Yeah. If you sing, if you if you feel if you're into it, one hundred and ten percent, you'll hear it through the voice. If it's yeah. if, if it sounds crappy, but you'll still hear it because Chalino he didn't sing good. But he didn't seem in and on the, not too bad. But, but a lot of critics, you know, the critics at the time, you know, they said, oh, man, he has his shitty singer, whatever. But the message, yeah. the the heart, you, you feel the heart. You, you, once you feel that, you feel the heart out of a lot of songs. You just yeah. feel the heart. And you just, and that's what's entertainment. And that what, that's what gets you through the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Different Art. strokes, different folks, and you never know what people are gonna be into. And I you know I don't remember if it was like I don't you know the cubetas are starting to to creep up on me. So I could remember we talked about this off record or on the mic, but like like th- those are usually the projects that pop off is like the genuine like 100% true pure human expressions of art are the ones that are always like ah oh, I feel that. You know, yeah. it's like um, that's why like country music is so relatable. I'm not big on country music, but I uh-huh. get it. I get it. You yeah, know, yeah. it makes you feel at home. And like the twang and like the the yodeling is like a human thing that like really makes you feel emotionally makes makes you feel emotional sonically. Like the oh, you know, like that has like a that. human reaction. Yeah, yeah, you feel that. In like the- they do that, like in Korean music. Like, dude, in Asia, they love country music. They love Dolly Parton. They love her, dude. And they can sometimes they can't understand a word she's saying. But every time she talks, she's like, "My Mississippi home, and I miss it so." And like everything she talks about, it's like they home. I miss it. I I ache like. I'm working nine to five. I got these boots and like, you know, they were my daddy's and now we can put him to rest. He's done working and like shit like that. Like people connect to that. It's just like music. It's what you feel sonically at the time. And like to go back to Chalino, it's like there were some vatos in the ranch that were just like, damn it. 
right? He's not the he's not the clean cut vato that we're used to hearing on records or in the radio. Yeah. He's that vato that sounds like my 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 primo man. He sounds like my uncle. He sounds Re- like my relatability. Dad. Sounds like my brother. Yeah. You know, I relate to that and I fuck with that. Like I like that more now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like you have to be true to yourself and like, dude. On a lot of my projects, I've started to sing a lot more. And like I told you, man, not the best, but I like the way it sounds. And like my friends are like, dude, like when I say my friends, I mean the people that I live with, the people that who are my uh, my community in music and where I'm just like, yo, I recorded this. What do I need on it? And there's like, yo, I like this. I like this. I don't like this. Blah, 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 blah. And like I have people that I can reach out to and be like, yo, what this sounds like. And, they're, and, then, and then they were just like, I had a friend tell me... Um, were you gonna get uh, such and such to sing on this? And I'm like, no, I think I'm just gonna uh, own my shitty voice. And this is like a friend of mine that's like an amazing musician. The dude knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's just a musician, that's all he does for a living. You know, he does classes, he does shows. Yeah. He's just like like A1, 100% what a musician is, right? And the guy was like, good. He yeah. just told me straight up, he's like, good. You should Heart. be doing that. Heart. Yeah. This song. I don't know if y'all can hear it on the podcast, but this song is Ghost Rider by Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is getting Johnny Cash. Come on, you don't, you don't, you don't have a good voice. It's just like emotionally. <laughs> this this song, Ghost Rider. Have you heard this song? Yeah, of course. And like, it just makes you feel like if you hear him just like sing, singing. It's not the best voice, but it makes you. He, he does something in you where you just like the song Ghost Rider, and it's not the best voice, but it's just the heart. So. Future projects. If you learn anything from me as a consumer, I like heart. Absolutely, absolutely. Your heart in your music is. That's all I've ever set out to do. That's all I've ever set out to do. So, Radio Tierra. I love Johnny Cash, by the way. Oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm big Johnny Cash. I don't like I. Burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. Another project you're part of is Radio Tierra, which their album came out in November. Of last year. Of last year, yeah. That's uh, BC. Bureau BC. Before Corona. BC. When I got when I got COVID back in November. <laughs> <laughs> I got it too, man. Don't worry. Yeah, about everybody it. got it back yeah. in November. Um, man, so Radio Tierra, the singer on there, she can sing. She has the talent. What's She's her name? Her name is Ariel. Ariel. She goes by uh, Epic Son of a Beast or Esab. She, she, um, she's got a great following, I mean, too. not not a knock to which she, she, she could... People have it. Oh man, and she you, loves she it. She has the heart too. There She's was, very talented. She, I, there, I like was, her music. there was this one show, man. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember that show that that you came through uh, at Handros. Yeah. That show that you came through, she went on stage before us and did yeah, yes, her yes, own yes, singing yes, stuff. Yeah, she has her own. She has her own stuff. So check it out. There was this guy that was like hammered, and he kept bumping into the railing, like because he was so entranced by her he was so sucked in it was like a like a sirena effect where he was just like lost at the ocean and he sees this mermaid like whoa and he's just like so taken away by her voice by her good looks everything that he was just like like he couldn't see but he kept knocking my artwork over i warned him three times by the third one i was like motherfucker you keep you're fucking up my shit and i remember <laughs> you took a, a keychain no <laughs> <laughs> you took one of your keychains or what? yo i 
remember security came. I knew the owner. So, like, the owner came over, the security came over, and they were like, you're fucking out of here, man. Because they knew that I was performing. They knew me with Los Nahuatlatos. They were yeah, just yeah, like, they, they, they were like, art is good, and this guy is fucking up art's artwork. And, they, and anybody that knows me, man, like, if you fuck with my artwork, dude, I'm going to get fucking hot, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't own many things in this world, but I own several pieces of art that may be good or may not be good, subjectively, objectively, whatever. But they mean something to me. Yeah. And I would bring them out to shows to because I'm always being extra. Like, I always like to be, like, if you want 100, I'm going to give you 165. You know? I just 69, like... 69. Oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, like, I always have to be, like, I have to be extra, man. I'm like guacamole, dude. You know? I'm, I just, I, I love people. I love it when people, like, leave and they're just like, you know what? Fuck, man. Like you and like, I always tell people this story. This that guy, Ken, that, that Kenti boy, that in fucking there? Kenti boy, went God, off. Man, he went I tell, off. I tell people all the time. I went to go see Lauren Hill live at the Majestic. Yeah. It was it was okay, because there was a lot of problems. Before that, her opener was Seun Kuti, which is Fela Kuti's son, and Fela Kuti is a a African Afro pop. Oh, Afrobeat artist. So it's like that. It's like that. It's like that beat. that's like. It's kind of like reggaeton, but it's like it's it's different, right? And there's like all these like there's like a clave on it. It's like very danceable, and some of these songs can be like ten minutes long, right? Yeah. You know, it's like incredible energy. Anyway, his son opens up for Lauren Hill. Amazing. There's like twenty African men and women on stage. It's wonderful. I'm having the best. I'm just like, oh my god, this is incredible. There's this guy who's playing auxiliary percussion, which is what I do basically. Yeah. Shakers, tambourines, congas, wacharacas, weedas, claves. This you, sh- you shake them. Hey. I shake everything Only and fans, I bang huh? everything. Like you're on OnlyFans. Like that, dude. Like that. <laughs> so this vato's up there with the shekere, and a shekere is this dome-shaped percussion instrument with a net of beads. And you like, and it like shakes the beads back and forth. And on the plastic, it, it, it makes the sound resonate. Yeah. And you can also bang a little bit like a drum, right? So it's like, there was this man who was like 60 years old, working the shekere in a way that's, that I could not take my eyes off of this man who was 60 years old playing a shekere as opposed to this man who is Felakuti's son who is like legendary this guy is like history on like it's like ep- I didn't even know he was going to be there this is like epic that he's opened up for for Lauren Hill cuz like he's like the Drake of Africa right oh wow okay. like he's like big right like he's yeah. like big and he's like also a son of royalty you know what I mean? Like the dude is just I like... I am too. I just got an email, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I sent I sent a thousand dollars. Damn, bro. You're <laughs> lucky. <laughs> no, so That's like... That's crazy, I, man. I, I'm witnessing this. And this dude is just killing it. And he's like... He's like the last person on the fucking stage. Like he is like the person that nobody... Like he's contributing. If you want to be a dick about it. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I think they had it mic'd up. They put like a little wireless on it. So oh, I think it was okay, mic'd wow. up. But the dude was just like And it was just like his movements were his amazing. And I was just like, Bro, I am just I wish I could like meet this man and like thank him and I'm just like this guy is insanely talented and is like his energy on stage and I was like and he's just doing that. So 
fast forward, I join Los Nahualatos, uh-huh. and I'm just like, I just have this thing to shake. I'm going to shake the fuck out of it, and nobody's ever going to shake this fucking thing like it's ever been shook. And that's that was my, that was my um, uh, thinking going into Los Nahualatos. But then they were like, oh, but you can rap? I was like, yeah, I can rap. Here's the yeah. microphone. And every once in a we while... We need you to translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need you to be a Nahualato. No, um... So that would, that's been my role with them, and like, tri- I mean, trigger. I like the way you dress all in black, dude. You look like an Undertaker and shit, dude. Man, I miss those days, dude. Getting all poppy and you got, shit. Uh, sweaty. Man, now, now, dude. now that you're taking, <laughs> you can't dress like that no more. I mean, <laughs> now that I gained the quarantine fifteen, none of my shit fits me, dog. <laughs> no shit. Same here. Radio Tierra. So, Radio Tierra. It's uh the album is it's out it's on iTunes, on Spotify. It's all on the, on the it's all on the webs. It's all on the interwebs. Um, it's on every streaming platform. My favorite one on there has to be Trey Flip Funk. Yeah. What was the why why did why did Trey Flip Funk? What what's the whole thing about the song? Well, let me explain it to you. Uh, Trey Flip Funk is the idea, like, um, I believe it's a Japanese ideology where they say that you have three faces, right? There's one face that you show to the world, one world that you only show to your friends and family, and then one, one face that you, one mask that you only show yourself, right? And Trey Flip Funk is basically, and we have a video for it, and like we played it, we played off of that yeah, idea. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll put it on our Facebook page. It has like six likes on our <laughs> six thank, followers. Thank you so much. So you might get six people. I might have to start paying you royalties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're popular here. Um, so, so basically, the idea is that it basically it's three faces. So, I do three verses on this song, and I do three characters or aliases that I that I go by with my rap stuff uh, which is uh, Peter Pan which is like a playful very like he's the very like kind of guy you know what I mean he's yeah. kind of like hood but he's like he's like the Laredo in he's me <laughs> yeah he's Kenti for sure Kenti <laughs> and then there's the funk baby which is like the cool kind of like collected kind of like you know if butter was a person type of thing it's like yo man shit is smooth you know what i mean it's like my braggadocio i feel you know what i mean like super fly type shit and then there's arturo bars and arturo bars is like the reasonable kind of like hey man we can have a serious discussion if you want to but oh, that's i guy. will fuck you up if that's i have guy. to we'll get a free keychain <laughs> that was definitely either peter pan or the funk baby probably yeah. peter pan because that motherfucker just won't grow up you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's why i call him peter pan but um but basically that's what tray flip is about is um you know the different sides of me or the different sides of the the entertainer that is Arturo Bars that I encapsulate and I, you know, because that's what an artist is. An artist puts on a skin or a mask or who it is, and it's hard to know who that person really is. Who did the rift? That rift on that song. The the, the, the riff. Yeah, that. The bam, 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 bam. Yeah. That was that was the brains of a lot of 
San Antos music man, Luis Gonzalez. He's uh, the guitarist for Los Nahualatos. That's how actually how I met him. Oh, and then wow. we like he started he started making hip hop beats. He started sending it to me and I started rapping to him. We actually have an album coming out later on where he and I are like yeah, Ooh, I what rap to his beats. Yeah. It's called the Oof. Oh. Um <laughs> the Oof. It stands for Ultra Frequency Faculty. Oh, okay. okay it's an okay. acronym. So um anyways, uh uh, Luis came up with it just like he came up with a lot of Los Nahualatos' music. He came up with all the Radio Tierra tunes. What was his name again? Luis Gonzalez. Oh, okay. And um, he just recently, very, very recently, joined Trigger Words. Oh! So we're... Looking we're, forward to that, man. We're happy to have him, man. We're happy to have him in like a... It was me, Felipe, and Sarah, and Felipe plays bass and guitar. Trigger beats. <laughs> Trigger beats. So Felipe plays guitar too. And he came up with these amazing riffs and like he came up with these great melodies and then like we recorded the song and it was like it's good but he did the solo and then like he kind of never got around to it and then we hit we hit uh luis up for the solo and he's like the solo master and luis was like yep and he's all Badass fucking solo, and like it now like it's on the song. Action, Thank you. Yeah, only fans are paying off. I dude. learned it from Busy Bone. <laughs> <laughs> so like now he's in Trigger Words, and like now he's helping us like mix a lot of the um, uh, the episodes, because like you know like I, like we have been talking about. Um, we like to like use the production with the lights, the camera, like all the microphones, and we use the interface and the computer. And it, and and don't get me wrong, it still doesn't sound like up to par as we would like it to be. But um, it's definitely I, I like a bigger production, and there's a lot of shit that we don't understand. And Luis is there, like he's a mastermind. He's you the get, brain. You guys are idiots, but I'll do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, nah, so, but we yeah. love him and he loves radio, us. Radio Tierra, man. I, then uh, I'm gonna post the 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 music video, man. Your next music video, I gotta be part of it. Cast me and do something, man. I'll do oh, definitely. Day. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. We're we're already. Our, our we're like deciding. We're like deciding what song we want to do. As a matter of fact, because we have so much fucking music, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know. We've been working so much. Like, I don't want to say this quarantine is a good thing, but I got to say that it's forced me to write. And yeah. it's been the beautiful thing about it. That's awesome. been the silver linings for me, at least. Awesome. So, um, after this, y'all, uh, you're going to hear Trey Flip Punk after this. So, I want to thank uh, Arturo Barge for taking the time, <gasps> taking a shot, and uh, eating tacos. Many shots, many shots, good. many tacos. I had fun, man. Uh, so did I, man. We're going to do another one, dude, and we're going to talk about our origin Shut story. Dude. Yeah, a, you're going to have to save that one for my podcast, dude. Yeah, dude, our origin <laughs> story, man. Oh, I know you for so oh long. Oh, my God. That is a, that is definitely a whole nother story unto yeah. itself. We're gonna, they're going to be hanging off the edge of their seats. Yes, yeah. You're going to get at least two more followers after this, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, this is Guri out and Arturo, Arturo. Bars. Peace. Enjoy. Uh, Trey Flip Funk
ways Man, I'm adjusting to the ties and new tools of the trade I blend the message with the bouncer with a marinade When they hear but don't listen, I use it as baby Yo, three eyes, five senses Man, I connect with my soul of flexes Now, why you think my belly swollen, huh? Unreleased energy that I've been holding Sooner let it out like a Kamehameha Man, I'm exploding, make a flavor when you play a player I hear the voices, on the my personalities Mind, body, soul, and expressing different entities Kick and shove, shit is tough That's when my trade flip is pretty as fuck Be the fine, the punk baby Arturo bars, they possess me daily When it's small, when it's cool, when it's crazy What they have in common is they all have temple gazy The frustrated punk with the mad rapper The MC with the temper, trifecta, emotion That's beautifully captured by Jesus looking Motherfucker coming through with a hip-hop rapture Gente corriente, no quiero, me enviarte Alma pudida, bendita, vida de mentiras Sin embargo, el mundo gira Y tu nariz estira Son of shit, pero born in the ghetto Like those Japan hands, but you will learn to let go Refuse to control trains, but you want my respect though Nah, bro, you can grow, but die slow Yeah. <laughs> 